Hello, hello, Mark here. Uh, this weekend, we will have no GA Guest the Handicaps podcast, obviously, because the all Ireland final is not for two weeks. But that does not mean we have no GA chat in the office, because this week on the Build Up podcast, we are getting hyped about the ladies all Ireland semi-finals, and in particular, Dublin against Cork. You're about to hear our preview of that, but if you want to hear the entire Build Up podcast, be sure to subscribe on Balls.e podcast or search the Build Up on All Good Podcast apps. On this week's show, we chat to Stephen Ferris about Ireland against England. We also preview the Premier League weekend and the Tour Championship. So be t- sure to subscribe. Without further ado, here's our chat about Dublin against Cork. Uh, but Mick, we must move on from Robbie. What else is happening this weekend? It's your turn this week to get us hyped. This is a regular segment where we focus on some sporting event that not everybody may be paying attention to get into this weekend, but we will explain to you why it is the most important thing happening in your life over the coming days. So when you see Trey, a DJ on the mic, ask what it's like. It's like we're getting hyped tonight. Because if a strike, it ain't... get hyped tonight. This is an easy one this week. This is the uh, All-Ireland Ladies Football semi-finals. I could guess that it was going to be that. Because yeah. there's no doubt that this is probably the the biggest sporting thing happening in Ireland this weekend. Abs- and it's a mouth-watering tie. Yeah, absolutely. Well, two ties really, because you've got Galway and Mayo in the first semi-final. And that's good in its own way. Like, I mean, other than Dublin and Cork, who will get to, actually, they're the last two teams to win in All-Ireland. No team outside of these four teams yeah. have won the All-Ireland since 2001. But putting Mayo and Galway aside, one of whom will be in the final and we'll talk and about also, them again. Mayo last year's beaten All-Ireland finalist. Galway's ago, this yeah. year's yeah. beaten... Uh, sorry, two years ago. And Galway's this year's beaten... Um, National League finalists. Yeah, absolutely. So they like they have their own story and it's going to be really interesting as well. But, you know, I think everybody's focus is going to be on Dublin and Cork because, as I said, no team outside of the four has won since 2001. No team out of, outside of Dublin and Cork have won since 2004 when Galway won it. And so, you know, just the story here, right? So obviously we've had our 50,000 and the finals... Um, attendances have been brilliant over the last few years for the ladies football but what really it's almost a real test as well to see how deep that support really is because this is this is one of the matches of the ages and sometimes they do come in semi-finals that's just the way the world works and you know this is this is a segment called get hyped this is literally a call to get hyped about this game because if this was the final there'd be a lot more press about it a lot more people would go and they would bloody enjoy it, and it'll be one of the best sporting yeah. events of the year. But because it's a semi, it always has that danger to go under the radar. I just want to get a couple of stats about this game, and then you can tell me why. I know you're looking forward to it as well, actually, which is I don't need to sell anybody on this particular one like you did last week with the golf. In 2005 to 2009, Cork won five in a row. In 2010, Dublin came in and won the All-Ireland. But they didn't beat Cork, they beat Throne. Throne had beaten Cork in the in the quarterfinal. From 2011 to 2016, Cork won another six in a row. They'd won 11 out of 12. It's insane. It's the greatest. It's one of the best Irish sporting teams of all time. And then in 2017, Dublin came and won the All-Ireland, beating Mayo. But they didn't beat Cork because Mayo beat Cork in the semi-final. Yep. And that was the end of their amazing run. But last year, finally... Dublin did beat them. They beat them 311 to 112 in the All Ireland final. It was 50,000 people in Crow Park. It was this incredible occasion. So it was the first time they'd beaten them in all of the runs. And those runs, most importantly, included three All Ireland finals in a row 2014, 15, and 16, where Dublin lost three finals by a combined four points. Weirdly, Dublin of ladies' football up until two years ago were the, the Mayo, Mayo of men's football. 
and just couldn't get over the line. And it was like, we had an interview up with uh, Carla Rowe, who got the two goals last year. We became the absolute superstar of Dublin football, alongside like Sinead Hearn, obviously, <laughs> who, get, who gets like two goals, two seven regularly in games. But Carla obviously became a kind of a star that day, and she, has, she still talks about the hurt of those three finals, you know, and just how they just thought they were never going to get over the line, and Cork kept just pipping them at the post. So it's a huge rivalry. It's one of the best rivalries in sport. And now they're going to meet in the semi-final. Cork are rejuvenated. They got better last year than they were the year before and look better again this year. They're putting up huge scores. Dublin, kind of like, you know... They're winning at their ease, but yeah. they're, some of them, like Westmead, were in that game for a while and then sort of never looked like they're going to win it. But um, Dublin then won mulling up. Same with the Kerry game. You know, the it wasn't at the pace of what this game is going to be at yeah. this weekend. You look at Cork winning the National League, look at the, now they were, they were beaten by Armagh in the uh, group stages of the uh, All-Ireland, but that being said, they were through already. They had a 17, 18 point score difference. The way that works with three teams in a group, they were pretty much guaranteed. So they made some positional switches, rested a few players. So that, you wouldn't read too much into that. They bounced back against Tyrone in the quarterfinal and had an incredible win. I think it ended up being like, it worked out at 39 points to 15 or so. It was so it was even arguably more impressive than than Dublin's win over Kerry. Uh, like there's just something about this Dublin team though. It's mad the way and maybe if they keep winning it, it'll end up being like the with the men's team where you kind of want to see a change, or you know, it'd be like if somebody don't want someone dominating for too long. Uh, but and it is that kind of story that plays into it of the three lost finals or ever. But I just love this Dublin team. Yeah. There are so many players in it that their own story is so interesting. They had the documentary on RTE a couple of years ago after winning that first All Ireland, and it was incredible. It was actually on repeat there a couple of months ago, and I ended up watching it again. You mentioned Cara Road there; like it starts in the first episode. Her, I think it was her was taken off because she wasn't doing what she was being asked of. She was kind of, even though she was still playing really well in the first game of the the league, I think it was or the championship, um, and then to turn around and have the season that she's had, the the last two and a half seasons that she's had. There's so many sort of like Noel Healy is such a yeah. brilliant player. And again, it was, you know, the change of tactics up that they wanted her carrying the ball much more and running at defences rather than just getting it and kicking it on or passing it on. Like there's, there, it's just, there, yeah, there, 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 are actually, there are actually so many subplots even going into this game that you'd want to um, focus on as well. They have a load of genuine stars as well. Like if you watch one of those double matches, you don't know who is going to be the star of the day. Like, you know what I mean? Sinead Goldrick coming from wing back is somebody as well there who's, you know, I don't even want to go and, and, and name them all. It's just like they have this like kind of constant sort of uh, conveyor belt of sort of like stars, as you said. Like, But then also they do probably have, you know, look, Cora Staunton, I think genuinely has a rival in Sinead Ahern as the best ladies football player of all time. And I think that we should talk about that a little bit more as well because her numbers and consistency and everything over the years are just like ridiculous and constant. And it's probably because she's not a one-woman team that we don't talk about it as much. But again, if look, I would urge people to get down to Crow Park on Sunday if it's, if it's suitable to you because I think it's going to be one of those... Um, sporting events is just going to capture the imagination of anyone that's there and you might miss it otherwise that's the problem you know it, yep. it, it'll go it'll be in the news and all but it's not going to be the biggest story unfortunately and it probably should be I would take a price as good value for money as well which is something we rarely say about sport yeah. <laughs> these days and speaking of value for money 
we've talked up Cork here. We've talked about how close these games generally are, right? If it wasn't for Carla's two goals last year, the game could have been a lot closer again last year. You know, they just have this thing. A draw is 9-1 to one on that, Brooks. I'm just saying. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. 9-1? to one. Yeah. Dublin are 4-7 to seven and Cork are 13-8. to eight. So Cork have a bit of value about themselves, but a draw is 9-1. to one. You know, when we were talking about 9-1, to one, like, it's always going to be around that. It's actually more... Eight to one generally yeah. for a draw, Nine. you know. And the fact that this is I think this is a little bit of like um thinking that Dublin are gonna win, they just get that extra extra point here. The Cork beat them by a point in the National League semi final. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> you're intrigued. You're, gonna, you're intrigued. You, you were gonna I thought you were gonna ask me who's gonna win it and I couldn't call it. Yeah. So if you can't call it, you just obviously the hook. Well, if you can't Harry call Redknapp, it, the old Harry Redknapp trick, draw. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just uh, advice advice to listeners out there. Uh, one, to always uh, please gamble responsibly. And two, Don't I, listen think, to I called the draw in the All Ireland Hurling final as well. And it was definitely not a draw. Tip won by 906 points, I think. But uh, anyway, we'll see how it goes.